dreams be forgot and never brought to mind. Should old acquaintance be forgot and days of old Everybody, this is the Mark the Middle podcast. And guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? January 1st, 2021. I am feeling incredibly old. Just saying that sounds so old. Oh my gosh. But here's the deal today is a perfect day. You know why it's a perfect day? Because it's the first day, it's the first day to start over. It's the first day to begin again. It's the first day to say, guess what? I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try. Guess what? Doesn't mean you're not gonna screw up on the second, but it's a great day. And I'm not talking about New Year's resolutions that you're gonna, you know, it's kind of become an an old adage that you don't even wanna say because it's kind of a joke almost. But it is a great time for reflection. And also, it's a great day for a run, so, I'm recording this part in my car because it is a nasty, rainy, gross, disgusting, ugly, those are all my negatives out of the way, rainy day here in North Atlanta, North Atlanta, Georgia. So anyway, Christmas is over, New Year's was lackluster last night, and we're off. It's it's a new day. It is a new day. Anyway, um, hopefully, like most of you are probably going to do, is you realize that if you don't keep that thing called a body in shape, it just doesn't look as good as it used to. (laughs) And people kind of pass by you and they go, oh, oh. Anyway, they probably don't do that, but uh, at least if you motivate yourself to think that they do, it'll motivate you to get your lumpy butt off the couch and go run, go walk, go skip, go jump around your kitchen, doesn't matter what. Do a little bit of stretching, it's not that hard. Actually, it is very hard because I know you're probably feeling fat, just like I am, right? It's uh, one too many cookie. And you know what? We've gotten this little thing that started happening in our family and I'm trying to stop it. And I'll tell you what it's called. Well, it's COVID times. (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm getting ready to run. So hopefully you'll be able to hear me okay. It is raining. So I'm running in the rain. This tells you how motivated I am. We're starting off. Nobody around today. January 1st. Here we go. Here we go. Hey, hey. Anyway, we've gotten this thing in our family, and it's called COVID times. So that's not an excuse. That is not an excuse. I hate that. We need a we need another excuse like we need a bullet in the head. You know, it's so funny. Uh, but see, you know, it's not your fault. Okay? I'm starting off 2021 and I'm telling you, it's not your fault. It's almost like that Goodwill hunting episode, right? The last part when Robin Williams is saying, it's not your fault. I know, I know. No, it's not your fault. No, I know. See, here's the thing. Sometimes we give ourselves so many, it's not your fault. In that case, it wasn't his fault. But we give ourselves so many, it's not your fault. At some point, that pressure, right? That little bit of stress, call it stress, call it whatever, is what you need. It's what you need that will get you up and get you motivated. And if you can't think of any motivations right now, let's see, whoever I'm talking to, if you're a mom and you're busy working at home, you want to be there for your kids, right? Be there for your husband or vice versa. If dad stays at home, same deal. Because guess what? Next Christmas, we're traveling. Next New Year's, we're traveling. This is a, what do they call it? When it only happens once. An epiphany? No, that's not it. It's a, there's a word for that. Anomaly, that's it. This year was an anomaly. If you were a kid, or you are a kid who just graduated and got screwed out of your graduation, we are sorry. It was an anomaly. It will be better. You'll make it up with other great experiences. Well, what do you do on the first? Other than go run three miles in the rain. And breathe heavy. <clears throat> well, a lot of people, they sit around, right? And they watch football games. You know, I get it. I'm not as big a football fan anymore. I used to be. And I dropped off. And you want to know when it dropped off, going off the subject? When the Rams lost to the Steelers <laughs> in the Super Bowl. Now you can really judge me. But what do you do today? Well, the day's almost over, but what could you do? Well, 
organize, right? But you know, we all like to uh, organize on the first day. But you know, sometimes what that does, it just, it seems like you're doing something, but you're really not, you know? What I would suggest, and I'm gonna start this year, I'm not gonna organize. I am going to reflect and think about process. Think about strategy. Think about the things that went bad. Why did they go bad? Not just to beat myself up or for you to beat yourself up about it, but to bring it up almost like you're an observer and you're doing the best practices. There's a corporate term. Get the learning from it. Suck out that learning. And as an independent, don't get sucked in. But suck out the learning and go, what did I learn from that? Okay? Put it in your process folder. Because guess what? When you're done thinking about all the problems and identifying them, right? Your next thing is to go over to your process folder and think, how can I make sure that if that happens again, I know how I'm going to react? It's a bigger, bigger question or a bigger thing, right? Let's say, you hired an employee and they weren't very good. What do you do, right? Let's say it was a bad breakup. Well, you're gonna have good people, you're gonna have bad people, but what in the future would help you ensure that you'll find the right member of your team, right? Let's say your child had a fight at school. Somebody called them a name, right? Reactionary is got in a fight. You had to go to school, right? That's all the short-term stuff. Your temper maybe went up a little bit when you talk to the teacher. Now, this is reflection time. How do you handle that this year? Well, first time it happens, you're, you tell your child, as soon as it happens, you tell me. You remember the facts, right? Anyway, you get the point. One of them is thinking about the problem. But the thing about problems is they inevitably, or 
things that went wrong. I'm having to run around a lot of water. <laughs> they inevitably suck you back in. Suck you back into the abyss. Now they get you down. Nobody wants to be down, right? So what do you do? Avoid the problems. You know what, I'll give you a couple examples. I said this a long time ago, but I might not even have published this video. But um, Elon Musk, right, he's taking some pretty incredible risks. But then again, he had a lot of money from his first big win of PayPal. He said something, I heard this, I don't know the specific quote, because I heard this secondhand, so go ahead and validate it. He said, this isn't real life. Life is like a video game. And if he thinks like that, you put yourself in a bigger place, right? Or a place that you are insignificant, right? If you put so much significance on every decision and on everything, it makes you almost uh, frantic, right? Put so much stress on you that you can't do anything. So I heard this video today or watched it and they showed video of space. Think about the planets, right? Remember, we're reflecting today. Think about the vast universe. I think we're still just thinking about going to the moon. It's been my lifetime. I thought we'd be serving tacos on the moon by now. Think of the solar systems and the, how vast this world is. And guess what? You are incredibly insignificant. Not in the eyes of God, but in an overall world like this, it's, you have to understand that you are a small, small part in this big world. And maybe that mindset, right, will give you the ability to stop stop thinking so much i have to take my own advice you see the difference of what to think about if i organize my desks and the bills it doesn't have the same weight january 1st is about retooling right retooling strategy Maybe start meditating. You hear from so many of the most influential financial people in the world, the people that are really going after it. You gotta listen. You gotta reflect because, and I have been guilty, you keep creating the same problems 
again and again and again. And there's a quote there. The best parts of life are reflection. Reflection on what happened and how you can grow from that, right? The growth evolution. So that's what Elon Musk said. Those are the things I got from my listening today. There was one other thing, but I'm on mile two. A little harder to run today. It's, uh, I think it's in the 50s today. Or high 40s, 50s, so. So, the best thing I hope for you, for me, for my family, for your family, is that no matter where you sit, or stand, or walk, or run, that today, tomorrow, this weekend, before you start working in the machine, is that there will be a transformative thought that comes into your mind that will stay there. That will be a new guideposts to your life. And it's tough because what happens is that failure, bad things, have a way of imprinting things in your life. And you know what? It's only you. What you find is that most people have moved past it. And the only person who is still sitting there beating themselves up is you. Maybe that's a motivational factor for you for the new year. That one day you go to heaven and God shows you if you believe it's a heaven. And God says, I had this big plan for you. I've given you the failures so you could learn. And you wasted the rest of your life thinking about it. All I did is I gave you that experience. That was my gift to you. I wanted you to have it at age 40, at age 50, at age 60 or 70. To set you up for these incredible things I planned for you. And you know what you did? You fucked it up. 
He probably wouldn't say that. That doesn't sound very godlike. Ooh, now my feet are wet. That's great. Ooh. Think about how disappointing that would be. You're like, uh, well, I thought you were trying to teach me a lesson that I, uh, that I shouldn't do that anymore. That I shouldn't continue upon my journey of finding my purpose and being an entrepreneur in this thing I love. And he says, or she says, that was incredibly stupid. I did it. So it would motivate you. I did it so that you would learn and you wouldn't make that mistake. And I did that so you can make that mistake when you didn't have a lot at risk. So that when all this abundance came your way, it would not be a big, big problem. How would you feel? You wasted it. So, I know it's easy to say, but if you're able to listen, that is the first of the year. Not a resolution, not organizing bills, cleaning out the silverware drawer, but reflection. Not just on the bad times, but the good times. Why, what were the best times, even in the middle of COVID? What were the best things? And why were they the best? For me, I got to see my kids a lot more. I got to see my son, my daughter, I got to talk to my wife more. I was home more. I appreciated things more. When we look back at this, you know what? Right now, it's too close. It's happening now. You can't reflect on it when you're in the middle of the moment. But 10 years from now, Maybe even five years from now, you're going to say, you know what? That shaped who I am. It changed my perspective. It changed how stupid it was to commute. It changed how stupid it was to stay late. I've been there trying to show everybody how hardworking you are by staying till 8 o'clock at night. Nine o'clock, coming on the weekends. Then 
when times got bad, you know what? No one even paid attention. You were in the same bucket of, you were financial. I've been there, I get it. But these are the times of reflection and realizing that at the end of the day, the people who care about you most are your family, your very close friends, and those are the ones that hurt the most when things happen to them. They're the things that you take your time out and you go, you know what? I have learned a lot in life and I want to be able to give back before I die one day. Or if I die, I know this is negative, but who am I going to give that expertise to? Who am I going to spend that time on even if they don't deserve it? Number one, family, then close friends. You know, this is experience here. So experience teaches you. So it comes back down. I'm on mile three. Be grateful. Have gratitude. Have gratitude for the challenging times and understanding to know that I just like thinking about space. That your days are always numbered. Your time is the most valuable thing. Yet, we give it away without thought, without strategy, a lot of times without contemplation, like it's nothing. And we give it to our boss, to our company. And those people that are only fulfilling their own personal short-term needs coming out really deep, isn't it? So I often make this decision. Sometimes I make the wrong one because if you think this way all the time, you're going to struggle, right? You got to do work. You got to spend your time on things that help you financially, help your kids financially. I get that. So it's a balancing act, but we're all on that same journey. And if you manage people, you own a company, if you know that your employee, your contractor, is trading time for you 
the best thing you can do is to be flexible in their stage of life as they go through that journey that's called a deep sense of empathy one thing I know we wish we all had at a greater level than we do I was listening to a bunch of audio stuff this over the past couple days. Um, I really like Tony Robbins. I just, I just do, you know. And he is interviewing a lot of financial experts. And the interesting thing is, the people at this caliber that they talk to are billionaires, right? They don't have to worry about paying their bills. But what you find out is that, yes, they had success financially. I don't always know what their success is personally, but, you know. But it seems like good. But what you find is that the richest people who have figured it all out and they say they succeeded in life right once again your definition of success if it's financially they succeeded in that place and what they do is they circle back they circle back and they want to make a difference all those incredible statistics and algorithms and life learnings you know what they do they start giving it away for free I know what you're thinking but seriously there is this thing that happens it seems like it happens to most people who don't need the money And it's giving it away for nothing. And you know why? Because legacy, your life, what you accomplished in helping others takes on a much higher level of importance when your time is limited, right? Scarcity, right? It's funny. Scarcity drives us so much when we're younger, right? Scarcity to know more than somebody else. Scarcity to take money from somebody to beat the competition. Scarcity for resources. Scarcity to say, Guess what? I get the best car. Or I have the most money. Or I have the most intelligence. As if it was a. As if it was a trophy that you would have for the rest of your life. Or I'm sorry, 
if it was a trophy that you would have into the grave and into heaven or wherever but with some people they realize and it's hard to lose that right super competitive people the question is what's the trophy right what's the goal what's the prize before it was selling a company being a millionaire more dollars right there's a book I read called the second mountain now but what you find tell me if I'm wrong is it just like not achieving does at a lower level achievers who have met those financial goals they start questioning whether or not they had purpose in their life whether or not they use that money for the right things to wonder if it really mattered you see Bill Gates right they can use their money and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation Warren Buffett gives him the money all these billionaires are taking pledges why why is this happening someone asked me last week why do all the super wealthy people support Democrats you know I don't know what your affiliation is and as I said mark the middle this podcast is for independence so I had to think about that I still do need to is because ultimately they have so much wealth that the government's going to give them more of it right more government regulation means more companies needed to help regulate and they're just going to get it just from a different bucket is it maybe because people say that Democrats give to more social causes therefore I want to align myself with that anyway you get what I'm saying anyway as I wrap up my three miles are run still raining the takeaway today and I'm gonna plug a song that I listened to I sent to some of my friends and people close to me it's a song by James Taylor for the new year but as I sign out here today rethink what you do on January 1st it's not going to be as planned you might not get as many pats on the back but lay down on the couch close your eyes 
or sit in a chair, close your eyes, or sit in a circle, do yoga, and, and think about it. Think about, reflect on 2020. Things you should be grateful for, things you should be grateful for, have gratitude for, successes, and the mistakes. And almost like you're watching it go by, right? You're an observer, like at a movie. And write down how you don't do that again and how, you know, what reflections can you have that you can react to those things if they come again proactively, right? So you know how you're going to handle it if it comes up again. So enjoy this music afterwards. As I said, I've, the reason I sent it to people is uh, it's an older song by James Taylor, but you know what? I don't know. Put me in a good place. Happy 2021. It's going to be a great year. This is Mark the Middle signing out. Hey everybody, this is the Mark the Middle podcast. And guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? January 1st, 2021. I am feeling incredibly old. Just saying that sounds so old. Oh my gosh. But here's the deal. Today is a perfect day. You know why it's a perfect day? Because it's the first day. It's the first day to start over. It's the first day to begin again. It's the first day to say, guess what? I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Guess what? Doesn't mean you're not going to screw up on the second, but it's a great day. And I'm not talking about New Year's resolutions that you're going to, you know, it's kind of become an, an old adage that you don't even want to say because it's kind of a joke almost. But it's a, it is a great time for reflection. And also, it's a great day for a run. So I'm recording this part in my car because it is a nasty, rainy, gross, disgusting, ugly, those are all my negatives out of the way, rainy day here in North Atlanta. North Atlanta, Georgia. So anyway, Christmas is over. New Year's was lackluster last night, and we're off. It's, an, it's a new day. It is a new day. Anyway, um, hopefully, like most of you are probably going to do, is you realize that if you don't keep that thing called a body in shape, it just doesn't look as good as it used to. <laughs> and people kind of pass by you and they go, oh, oh. <laughs> anyway, they probably don't do that. But uh, at least if you motivate yourself to think that they do, it'll motivate you to get your lumpy butt off the couch and go run, go walk, go skip, go jump around your kitchen. Doesn't matter what. Do a little bit of stretching. It's not that hard. Actually, it is very hard because I know you're probably feeling fat, just like I am. Right, it's uh, one too many cookie. And you know what? We've gotten this little thing that started happening in our family and I'm trying to stop it. And I'll tell you what it's called. Well, it's COVID times. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, I'm getting ready to run. So hopefully you'll be able to hear me okay. It is raining. So I'm running in the rain. This tells you how motivated I am. We're starting off. Nobody around today. January 1st. Here we go. Here we go. Hey, hey. 
Anyway, we've gotten this thing in our family, and it's called COVID times. So that's not an excuse. That is not an excuse. I hate that. We need a we need another excuse, like we need a bullet in the head. You know, it's so funny. Uh, but see, you know, it's not your fault. Okay? I'm starting off 2021 and I'm telling you, it's not your fault. It's almost like that Goodwill hunting episode, right? The last part when Robin Williams is saying, it's not your fault. I know, I know. No, it's not your fault. No, I know. See, here's the thing. Sometimes we give ourselves so many, it's not your fault. In that case, it wasn't his fault. But we give ourselves so many, it's not your fault. At some point, that pressure, right? That little bit of stress, call it stress, call it whatever, is what you need. It's what you need that will get you up and get you motivated. And if you can't think of any motivations right now, let's see, whoever I'm talking to, if you're a mom and you're busy working at home, you want to be there for your kids, right? Be there for your husband or vice versa. Dad stays at home, same deal. Because guess what? Next Christmas, we're traveling. Next New Year's, we're traveling. This is a, what do they call it? When it only happens once. An epiphany? No, that's not it. It's a, there's a word for that. Anomaly, that's it. This year, was an anomaly. If you were a kid, or you are a kid who just graduated and got screwed out of your graduation, we are sorry. It was an anomaly. It will be better. You'll make it up with other great experiences. Well, what do you do on the first? other than go run three miles in the rain and breathe heavy <clears throat> well a lot of people they sit around right and they watch football games you know I get it I'm not as big a football fan anymore I used to be and I dropped off and you want to know when it dropped off, going off the subject? When the Rams lost to the Steelers <laughs> in the Super Bowl. Now you can really judge me. But what do you do today? Well, the day's almost over, but what could you do? Well, organize, right? Well, you know, we all like to uh, 
organized on the first day. But you know what, sometimes what that does, it just, it seems like you're doing something, but you're really not, you know? What I would suggest, and I'm gonna start this year, I'm not gonna organize. I am going to reflect and think about process. Think about strategy. Think about the things that went bad. Why did they go bad? Not just to beat myself up or for you to beat yourself up about it, but to bring it up almost like you're an observer and you're doing the best practices there's a corporate term get the learning from it suck out that learning and as an independent don't get sucked in but suck out the learning and go what did I learn from that okay put it in your process folder because guess what when you're done thinking about all the problems and identifying them right your next thing is to go over to your process folder and think how can I make sure that if that happens again I know how I'm going to react It's a bigger, bigger question, or a bigger thing, right? Let's say, yeah, you hired an employee and they weren't very good. What do you do, right? Let's say it was a bad breakup. Well, you're gonna have good people, you're gonna have bad people, but what in the future would help you ensure that you'll find the right member of your team, right? Let's say your child had a fight at school. Somebody called them a name, right? Reactionary is got in a fight. You had to go to school. Right? That's all the short-term stuff. Your temper maybe went up a little bit when you talked to the teacher. Now, this is reflection time. How do you handle that this year? Well, first time it happens, you're, you tell your child, as soon as it happens, you tell me. You remember the facts, right? Anyway, you get the point. One of them is thinking about the problem. But the thing about problems is they inevitably, or things that went wrong, I'm having to run around a lot of water. <laughs> they inevitably suck you back in suck you back into the abyss 
Now that gets you down. Nobody wants to be down, right? So what do you do? Avoid the problems. You know what, I'll give you a couple examples. I said this a long time ago, but I might not even have published this video. But um, Elon Musk, right, he's taking some pretty incredible risks. But then again, he had a lot of money from his first big win of PayPal. He said something, I heard this, I don't know the specific quote, because I heard this secondhand, so go ahead and validate it. He said, this isn't real life. Life is like a video game. And if he thinks like that, you put yourself in a bigger place, right? Or a place that you are insignificant, right? If you put so much significance on every decision and on everything, it makes you almost uh, frantic, right? Put so much stress on you that you can't do anything. So I heard this video today or watched it and they showed video of space. Think about the planets, right? Remember, we're reflecting today. Think about the vast universe. I think we're still just thinking about going to the moon. It's been my lifetime. I thought we'd be serving tacos on the moon by now. Think of the solar systems and the, how vast this world is. And guess what? You are incredibly insignificant. Not in the eyes of God, but in an overall world like this, it's you have to understand that you are a small, small part in this big world. And maybe that mindset, right, will give you the ability to stop stop thinking so much i have to take my own advice you see the difference of what to think about if i organize my desks and the bills it doesn't have the same weight january 1st is about retooling right retooling strategy Maybe start meditating. You hear from so many of the most influential financial people in the world, the people that are really going after it. You gotta listen. You gotta reflect because, and I have been guilty, you keep creating the same problems again and again and again. And there's a quote there. 
the best parts of life are reflection. Reflection on what happened and how you can grow from that, right? The growth evolution. So that's what Elon Musk said. Those are the things I got from my listening today. There was one other thing, but I'm on mile two. A little harder to run today. It's, uh, I think it's in the 50s today. Or high 40s, 50s, so. So, the best thing I hope for you, for me, for my family, for your family, is that no matter where you sit, or stand, or walk, or run, that today, tomorrow, this weekend, before you start working in the machine, is that there will be a transformative thought that comes into your mind that will stay there. That will be a new guideposts to your life. And it's tough because what happens is that failure, bad things, have a way of imprinting things in your life. And you know what? It's only you. What you find is that most people have moved past it. And the only person who is still sitting there beating themselves up is you. Maybe that's a motivational factor for you for the new year. That one day you go to heaven and God shows you if you believe it's a heaven and God says, I had this big plan for you. I've given you the failures so you could learn. And you wasted the rest of your life thinking about it. All I did is I gave you that experience. That was my gift to you. I wanted you to have it at age 40, at age 50, at age 60 or 70. To set you up for these incredible things I planned for you. You know what you did? You fucked it up. He probably wouldn't say that. That doesn't sound very godlike. Ooh, now my feet are wet. That's great. Ooh. 
Think about how disappointing that would be. You're like, uh, well, uh, I thought you were trying to teach me a lesson that I, uh, that I shouldn't do that anymore. That I shouldn't continue upon my journey of finding my purpose and being an entrepreneur in this thing I love. And he says, or she says, that was incredibly stupid. I did it. So it would motivate you. I did it so that you would learn and you wouldn't make that mistake. And I did that so you could make that mistake when you didn't have a lot at risk. So that when all this abundance came your way, it would not be a big, big problem. How would you feel? You wasted it. So, I know it's easy to say, but if you're able to listen, that is the first of the year. Not a resolution, not organizing bills, cleaning out the silverware drawer, but reflection. Not just on the bad times, but the good times. Why, what were the best times, even in the middle of COVID? What were the best things? And why were they the best? For me, I got to see my kids a lot more. I got to see my son, my daughter. I got to talk to my wife more. I was home more. I appreciated things more. When we look back at this, you know what? Right now, it's too close. It's happening now. You can't reflect on it when you're in the middle of the moment. But 10 years from now, maybe even five years from now, you're gonna say, you know what? That shaped who I am. It changed my perspective. It changed how stupid it was to commute. It changed how stupid it was to stay late. I've been there trying to show everybody how hard working you are by staying till eight o'clock at night, nine o'clock, coming on the weekends. Then when times got bad, you know what? No one even paid attention. You were in the same bucket of you were financial. I've been there. I get it. 
But these are the times for reflection and realizing that at the end of the day, the people who care about you most are your family, your very close friends, and those are the ones that hurt the most when things happen to them. They're the things that you take your time out and you go, you know what? I have learned a lot in life and I want to be able to give back before I die one day. Or if I die, I know this is negative, but who am I going to give that expertise to? Who am I going to spend that time on even if they don't deserve it? Number one, family, then close friends. You know, this is experience here. So experience teaches you. So it comes back down. I'm on mile three. Be grateful. Have gratitude. Have gratitude for the challenging times and understanding to know that I just like thinking about space. That your days are always numbered. Your time is the most valuable thing. Yet, we give it away without thought, without strategy, a lot of times without contemplation, like it's nothing. And we give it to our boss, to our company. And those people that are only fulfilling their own personal short-term needs coming out really deep, isn't it? So I often make this decision. Sometimes I make the wrong one because if you think this way all the time, you're going to struggle, right? You got to do work. You got to spend your time on things that help you financially, help your kids financially. I get that. So it's a balancing act, but we're all on that same journey. And if you manage people, you own a company, if you know that your employee, your contractor, is trading time for you. The best thing you can do is to be flexible in their stage of life. As they go through that journey, that's called a D 
deep sense of empathy. One thing I know we wish we all had at a greater level than we do. I was listening to a bunch of audio stuff this over the past couple days. I'm, I really like Tony Robbins. I just, I just do, you know. And he is interviewing a lot of financial experts. And the interesting thing is the people at this caliber that they talk to are billionaires, right? They don't have to worry about paying their bills. But what you find out is that, yes, they had success financially. I don't always know what their success is personally, but, you know. But it seems like good. But what you find is that the richest people who have figured it all out, and they say they succeeded in life, right? Once again, your definition of success. If it's financially, they succeeded in that place. And what they do is they circle back. They circle back and they want to make a difference. All those incredible statistics and algorithms and life learnings, you know what they do? They start giving it away for free. I know what you're thinking, but seriously. There is this thing that happens. It seems like it happens to most people who don't need the money. And it's giving it away for nothing. And you know why? Because legacy, your life, what you accomplished in helping others takes on a much higher level of importance when your time is limited, right? Scarcity, right? It's funny. Scarcity drives us so much when we're younger, right? Scarcity to know more than somebody else. Scarcity to take money from somebody to beat the competition. Scarcity for resources. Scarcity to say, guess what, I get the best car. Or I have the most money where I have the most intelligence as if it was a as if it was a trophy that you would have for the rest of your life or I'm sorry if it was a trophy that you would have into the grave and into heaven or wherever <laughs> but With some people, 
they realize it's hard to lose that, right? Super competitive people. The question is, what's the trophy, right? What's the goal? What's the prize? Before, it was selling a company, being a millionaire, more dollars, right? There's a book I read called The Second Mountain. Now, but what you find, tell me if I'm wrong, is it just like not achieving does at a lower level, achievers who have met those financial goals, they start questioning whether or not they had purpose in their life. Whether or not they use that money for the right things. To wonder if it really mattered. You see Bill Gates, right? They can use their money in the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Warren Buffett gives him the money. All these billionaires are taking pledges. Why? Why is this happening? Someone asked me last week, why do all the super wealthy people support Democrats? You know, I don't know what your affiliation is. And as I said, mark the middle. This podcast is for independence. So I had to think about that. I still do need to. Is it because ultimately they have so much wealth that the government's going to give them more of it, right? More government regulation means more companies needed to help regulate. And they're just going to get it just from a different bucket. Is it maybe because people say that Democrats give to more social causes? Therefore, I want to align myself with that. Anyway, you get what I'm saying. Anyway, as I wrap up, my three miles are run, still raining. The takeaway today, and I'm going to plug a song that I listened to, I sent to some of my friends and people close to me. It's a song by James Taylor for the new year. But as I sign out here today, rethink what you do on January 1st. It's not going to be as planned. You might not get as many pats on the back. But lay down on the couch, close your eyes, or sit in a chair, close your eyes, or sit in a circle, do yoga, and and think about it. Think about, reflect on 2020. Things you should be grateful for, things you should be grateful for, have gratitude for, successes, 
and the mistakes and almost like you're watching it go by, right? You're an observer, like at a movie. And write down how you don't do that again and how, you know, what reflections can you have that you can react to those things if they come again proactively, right? So you know how you're gonna handle it if it comes up again. So enjoy this music afterwards. As I said, I've, the reason I sent it to people is uh, it's an older song by James Taylor, but you know what? I don't know, put me in a good place. Happy 2021, it's gonna be a great year. This is Mark the Middle, signing out.